0: From the EPR Creation Studio, this is the Unconquered Podcast. Hot takes edition after the Clemson beatdown for the second year in a row, really. Third year in a row where uh, it really hasn't been all that competitive. Uh, I'm actually recording this in a commercial break in the fourth quarter because there's really not a whole lot that uh, I want to have to say about this one. Just a few observations. Number one, uh, Clemson shored up a few holes that they showed against UNC as kind of expected, but Florida state didn't really uh, do a good job. I I don't think of, uh, of taking advantage of some of the places where Clemson is not as good as last year and Clemson is not as good as last year overall. I mean, this, this, this Clemson team that just beat Florida state like a drum is not nearly as good as last year's Clemson team, but Florida state is nowhere near their, their level. And again, when you're, when, when I, when I handicap games or when I pick games as a rule, I, I look up front and I look at the quarterback position and Clemson is a lot better than Florida state up front and at the quarterback position. The rest of the positions really don't matter if you can't win in those two spots. And you know, Florida state has in many cases, better players elsewhere on the field, but it does not matter if you can't win up front and Florida state wasn't even competitive up front on the offensive side. And then on the defensive side, they, I, I thought Clemson did a better job on their, on the Florida state defensive line than, than I expected. And, you know, again, the defensive line has, has not been as dominant as you would hope. And and I thought, uh, the defensive line and defense in general, didn't apply some of the stuff that I, I thought they might And after having seen some of what UNC did. But I mean, I do understand you have to, you have to run your stuff and, Florida state's got a long way to go before they can really run their stuff well. And that, uh, that was shown today. They're just nowhere near the elite level. Clemson is still an elite football team, still a, a top flight football team. Uh, even though they're not nearly as, as strong as they were last year, uh, overall, the only other thing I think that stuck out to me is that once, once it was clear that this game was over in in, in the late third quarter, I'm not real happy to to have seen you know Cam Akers got a a carry with about nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. Some of the some of the guys out on the field, I, I just don't think there's a whole lot of value to getting them out there and just giving them more snaps in this environment. Play some of the younger guys. I would have liked to have seen some of the younger guys on the field a little bit earlier and give them the, give them the chance in that environment against those players. And yeah, you probably give up another you know give up a little bit more here and there. But to me you're not getting a whole lot of value out of, out of playing some of the older guys in that, in that situation. I mean, even a a Jordan Travis earlier uh, in, in, you know, by the time the fourth quarter gets there, there's really not a whole lot of harm there in terms of letting him get, get some, uh, get some action there and and see, see what you have a little bit in live, live action. But all in all uh, this was not a good showing. Uh, I I know that the, the coaching staff felt like they had a good plan coming into this one and that they would be able to keep this game competitive and, that actually is maybe the most concerning thing about this, but in the, in the long run, this is, this is where Florida state is. They're going to have to take some time and get that, uh, get, get better up front and they've got to get a quarterback. And, you know, we talk, I we, I, I, I've said early in this, early in the season, actually in the season preview that the reports out of camp were not glowing about the quarterback position. And there's a reason for that. Neither of these guys is the answer. I mean, Brian Greasy said the same thing in the, uh, in the television broadcast, they don't have the quarterback answer on the roster right now. And they're going to have to get better at that position. And they're going to have to uh, get better, uh, get better up front or, you know, the, this, the beatings will continue and morale will not improve. The, the one other big positive here is that I did not see Florida state quit, which they did some, uh, they did early in last year's game. They continued to fight in this one. And, uh, you know, there's still an outside chance, I guess, as I record this that they may backdoor cover. And they may manage to get the backdoor cover. So uh we'll see if that happens. But in any case, an embarrassment for Florida State. Not fun to uh to do. I'm not even sure what I'll do for my breakdown uh on Patreon this year, but uh or this week, but um i I, I might I might try to do something else because frankly this uh there's not a whole lot of, of value to to look at in here. But uh until I get to talk about this one more time and that'll probably be another relatively short episode later in the week. This has been the unconquered podcast. I want to, before I go, thank my three sponsors. That is Louis Marquez of color. Williams realty in Jacksonville, Florida, EPR creations. If you have any need for any website development or any online strategy planning, go with EPR creations and garage makeovers, the top rated garage remodeling company in South Florida. I also want to thank my, patrons above the bleach numbers level that's keith cheney casey kidd chris chartrand andrew garrett and bert bertoldi appreciate y'all and uh until the next time this has been the unconquered podcast i'm your host jason staples thanks for listening i made this